0: Right, welcome everybody to another episode of the Love Island cast. I am one of your hosts, Chris Phelps. My co-host and very good friend is Mr. Dave Horrocks. Hey there, Chris. I am
1: so happy we've got to the end. We've made it. <laughs> and I'm so happy this is over. But <laughs> of so, course, a, bit, a little bit sad as well, because I, I don't get to speak to you every day. <laughs> But more happy than sad, I think.
0: <laughs> I think I'm the same, Dave. I've actually enjoyed us covering this. Obviously, this, our podcast hasn't even been going a year, has it? So we've, we've had such a great uh, experience with everyone tuning in, emailing, voicemails, Twitter. It's been fantastic. But we, we, we'd even said it, didn't we, we as it started, would well, we get that fatigue. And I've not had the fatigue this time up until this maybe last seven to ten days. And... It's just mainly because it's slowed down and we get the sales pitch bollocks, don't we, that we, we had. We mentioned it the other day. I mentioned it with Joe. Um, I think it's finished at the right time. The only saving grace for us, Dave, is- we're now trying to work out what we're going to do next. If if at all we do a retro rewind on one of the you, series. You're,
1: you're trying to figure out what we do next.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm, going to, I'm oh, just yeah.
1: <laughs> Happy for the break.
0: <laughs> yeah, sorry. I'm, I'm trying to work out how I'm going to convince you what we're going to do next, Dave. <laughs> um, but more importantly, you know, let's talk about who won Dave. Now, do you think that was the right result?
1: Well, I predicted it so, so I'm going to say yes. <laughs> no, I don't... I, I tell you what, Chris, going the other way, I thought Jed and Chess going out fourth was a little bit strange. I, I don't know who's voting there, but, you know, how kind of Justin Bieber and Demi got got into that last three, I, I was a little bit puzzled by. It, could you just but, but explain? Course, Well, I just... well. I, I would like to call out, because if, you, uh, if we do have some crossover, which I don't really expect we do, but one of the other podcasts we were doing for a while was was Chat Footy, and we used to get on there and talk about football. And Chris's predictions are legendary. <laughs> Not for the right things, though, are they? Because they're mostly terrible. And you'd called uh, Shanice and Luke T., as the favorite, you know, you think they'll win, but you'd quite like it for Jess and Chad to go, uh, you know, as the uh, as the outsiders kind of thing. So, yeah, your your predictions were shit again, really,
0: weren't they? <laughs> now, am gone. I, I, let me just say, I was laughing, Dave, because it is actually Jess and Chad. I think you just called them Chad and Chess, and Did so I? yeah. Oh thanks. my god.
1: It's been a long day. <laughs> I was I was trying to compute it, thinking,
0: has he just called a chess and not je- chess? Even True I'm twine. getting it wrong. <laughs> but no, I, I think yeah, my predictions are fucking woeful. But I did think Shanice and Luke T. Say what though, Dave? I've got to say I did believe everything Finn said when he said I'd say it when I meant it. I mean, it'd be the ultimate gameplay if he did say it in the final as they're about to fucking win it, and he told her he loved her, and it was like. Oh right, okay. Maybe I've maybe I was wrong when I said Luke T so had played the bit, done the business, and I even called Finn out. Perfect time to say you love her, Dave. Perfect yeah. time.
1: No, it, I mean it was good, and oh, again, it sort of got me that bit. So yeah, <laughs> proper lump in the throat. I mean, I mean, I'm sure we've discussed it before, but when you see like actors and stuff going up on the Oscars and then they're crying while they're delivering their speech, I, I'm. I'm Often I'm just never convinced by it because, like, if you're genuinely crying, you genuinely cry, in you struggle to speak, don't you? And and that for me from uh, Finn was completely authentic. And and we've said it for a while now. He he does seem very authentic, doesn't he? He seems genuine. And so, uh, yeah. But that got me that bit, to be honest.
0: Yeah, I believe it. But I I also believe that the fucking stupid penguin suits the add-on and all the other bollocks. It's just like. Oh.
1: It's, oh, it's just like, like a bit of dress-up, don't you? No, so,
0: but... Six uh, weeks, they all love a bit of dress-up. <laughs> it's just not real to life, is it? I, I believe that they... Uh, one thing I would say, as much as I don't believe any of them are going to last longer than the fucking plane journey home, is they genuinely believe when they're saying it that they're going to be in a relationship after this and where it's going to go. And the first thing Finn said when they won was, well, there's the deposit on the flight Manchester... Well, if you go to Manchester City Centre, it's not London prices. you will be you'll be able to get a nice little apartment. But it's certainly not 50 grand. He's not getting you the, the nicest and nice, Dave. Anyway, so... Have I um, missed something there? Because
1: isn't he from Milton Keynes or something?
0: Yeah, I, you know what? I was going to ask you that. That's, that's what was leading on to. You're right. Because she's from Scotland. She's never mentioned Manchester. But he's from... I was thinking, I don't remember there being any... Conversation. I know Mike lives in Manchester. And obviously, we've got Callum and Molly, but I've never heard Paige once said she lives in Manchester. And
1: Natalia, maybe, maybe, yeah. uh, maybe Callum was canvassing. You know, he's like, oh well, you should should move down to Manchester. So it saw the middle in it.
0: Yeah, <laughs> uh, you know, you know what I would say actually, being the old Love Island cynical, is. ITV and the BBC are at Media City right near where I work, Dave. Yeah, and yeah, it true. reeks this, if that is true in the all of Manchester, that probably one or two talent agencies have supplied them with some of their black people on the books, if that's true. I, could I, be. I think so. I think being someone who's been on the fringes of this and knowing how these sort of shit works, this is, I, I would be utterly surprised if they're not together. Because we got it with the Australian one, didn't we? We had that guy with a long fringe who, who was just like binned off um oh she called you binned off that girl in the religious one she was a, a church goer. oh cartier cartier and um what's he called the, the little fucking um, little Oh, dad. little
1: tats. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Fucking, had like a weird fucking Stop Tony making Hadley. making me
1: remember all these people <laughs> and fucking occupy my brain with some, this nonsense.
0: <laughs> some, somebody listening is going to be going, Chris, you dickie, it's Such a, I can't remember his fucking name, but he had a Tony Hadley fringe, didn't he, going on, and he binned her off, basically. He had like a Lego Yeah, a Lego shape. head, didn't he? Action, Hairco- man. Yeah, yeah. You could, you could just touch the back of his head and his eyes move, sort of thing. But, but yeah... um. They it wasn't the Cartier, but it was him and another girl who got kicked out. Vanessa, really, I Vanessa, do remember that one. Remember Vanessa, yeah. and they actually uh, were a part of a media company where they were being represented because there was videos of them in the May time. Well, the show didn't yeah. start till June, so it's obviously I'm sure, bullshit.
1: I'm sure it was Raven T that copied us in with one of those. On yes, he on did Twitter. And, yeah, he did. And you to can see there. him all chatting in the
0: bar. It's like anger about. Yeah, it's all fucking <laughs> nonsense. And I think that's happened before because it's like Big Brother, like I like. As an example, I went to an original Big Brother audition in 2001. It was the second series. We went in Manchester. I did get kicked off, Dave, for sort of having a go at someone from a geographical place that maybe you came from and the Manchester-Liverpool rivalry, and it got me kicked <laughs> right off the auditions. But anyway, I'm definitely not going to tell that story. But I did sort of say something about where he was from, and it sort of, he sort of kicked off with me, Dave. It looked great on camera, but I didn't get put through. But, however, all these people... And this is where I'm not like, I've been on TV and that I haven't. I've been a fucking extra and a lot of nonsense like that. I've done and I hate it because you get treated like shit. So I just can't do that. However, people come up to Manchester from London and they'll do four or five, six auditions in one day. Because, I mean, now obviously you've got Media City. It's a lot easier and accessible. It was always down in London for all these sort of TV shows. But they held auditions in Manchester and there was a lad and 2001, Brookside was still on. There was a lad next to me, and we were talking. He's a nice lad. He ended up on Brookside for the last like maybe year of the show. He was like a he was a builder or something, but he was definitely on there. And I remember talking to him, and he said, oh, I've come up from wherever. He said, I do four or five different adverts in a day. He said, Cause it, I, I, they have to pay for your rail, which you do when you're doing this sort of thing for your audition, because obviously the cash cow is thousands of pounds. You know what I mean? So uh, the cynic in me would say, this is exactly... What is going on? And this is this. this is why I'm so skeptical of, of a lot of the relationships. If the if they're clever, as I've said, then you you go for the OK magazine deal, the fucking loose women, GMTV, and all that stuff. Or oh, Good Morning Britain, it's in GMB whatever it's called. And I do all that to promote it, and and that's how you make your money as well. But yeah, the skeptic in me says it's all fucking bullshit.
1: And we have come full circle, haven't we, from where yeah. we started this podcast, but but what are you going to do, Chris? So if uh, you said they're all going to be split up by the plane journey home, so in six months' time, what would you do if they're still together?
0: Well, I'm not eating my bollocks, Dave, which I said last time. I'm not making any wild (laughs) radical statements. Um, What I would say is, I'll still be here for the whole fucking series, Dave. He's just convincing you to come along for the ride because I know it's bullshit. I know I take the piss out of it. And I know it's absolutely nonsense because you end up caring about these fake bullshit relationships more than you should. Hence why we do a podcast. I fucking love it, Dave. Absolutely love it. Absolutely love it.
1: I guess you're a big wrestling fan as well aren't you so yeah it, it all makes sense
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, i like yeah yeah oh, i'm not even saying what i was going to say but yes you're right dave yes it, it, i like the make believe and the, and the pretense of a story i suppose even yeah. though it's not real and
1: i think there's some people upset isn't there about sort of Paige and finn winning i think a lot of people thought shanice and luke t uh, would win now what i'd have to say out of those last four people I would say, you know, and this is just my opinion, but it looks to me like Finn is pretty genuine. And I'd also say Shanice, although I find her a little bit annoying about how kind of she directs the conversation. She's always, she always wants to be the center, but she comes across as genuine as well. Still big question marks for me about, about Luke T and also Paige.
0: Yeah, I'm with you on that. I want to believe Paige. I want to believe that she's the ice queen who's been melted and she's there. But knowing that we've seen a lot of these things where she's been on basically every audition you can think of, I'm still not convinced completely. I really hope it works for them both. I think they look a cute couple. They look aesthetically great together together. I just don't know whether the career side of it could get in the way, and we could be wrong, Dave. It might be fucking Finn turns into an absolute diva. We're all going. You know, I'm going after Paige because of what we've seen, but Finn might think, "Oh fuck that!" I'm going to every nightclub and all that. And Joe made a great point on Friday's episode when she said, "A lot of these guys are going to be going, and they're going to be seeing girls after girl at these nightclub openings, just throwing themselves yeah. at them." they gonna. A good call there. And she's right, Dave. She's absolutely right. They're going to be like a dog with two dicks, aren't they? These lads when they get out, they're literally <laughs> going to be there at the opening of a fucking envelope, aren't they? If it means they're going to get some bit of action. <laughs> yeah. I actually think, yeah. I mean, I I think Mike,
1: uh, not Mike. <laughs> that was no, my no. next point. No, no, that was my <laughs> next point. But I I was actually going to say Luke M. I think Luke M will get out. And, and I think that was Joe's point, wasn't it? You know, he's, I don't see that him and Demi will last at all. Um, and, and I think Luke M will fill his boots.
0: Yeah, I think he would. And I, I, we'll see, Dave. I, 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 you know, I know I've gone hard on the paint on Demi and that. I'm just not convinced by him as a relationship. Not necessarily all on one side and her side, just more from him because he's, he's a lovely lad. And I think out of the whole series, him and Luke T... Their relationship's been great, and everyone said that. We've had emails saying like they should just couple up, and even alluded to it last night, yeah. didn't they? Saying like we should have got together because they're such good friends, and I really, really hope that that you know their relationship lasts forever because they're great people. So I, I, I'd be interested. I just don't see anything in Luke. And he seems just too placid for me, and and. Demi, David, it could just be a nervous thing. She's obviously a clever girl. She's an archaeology uh, university student, isn't she? She's got uh, brains behind her, so it's not like um, there's nothing there between them. It might be just a case of she's too intellectual for him, but later down the line, you just don't know, do you?
1: It could be. Like I say, I mean, let's let's see how it goes. Um, What I would say is, I think Demi did give me my favourite moment of the season, which is the bit where she falls over (laughs) and saves the drink
0: it's the saving of the drink she says she's done it loads of times she just hits the deck but she fucking holds it perfect as she rolls over brilliant absolutely brilliant i I would say the facts as well
1: you know so she could have made a massive drama about that but she just laughed her head off at herself you know and so again hats off to her for that
0: no and i'm with you I thought he was brilliant. I thought he was good that moment. And I think just on a slightly somber moment, Dave, I did think the pre-recorded message from Laura about Caroline and the the lovely sort of montage they put together was really nice, to be fair. It just split the episode up and just give you a bit of thought there. I thought it was really nice what they put together.
1: Yeah, I do as well. Um, And I think, you know, it it had to be pre-recorded, didn't it? Because, you know, I mean, even getting through this last week with what's happened has, has been a little bit surreal for me. Yeah. Because you're trying, you're still watching it, and then you're thinking, "Christ, what what are they going to feel like when they when they come out of the show?" Because when they'd have gone for their auditions and everything, as far as they were concerned, it, it would have been Caroline Flack.
0: Yeah, yeah, you and, know, and so, it, it, it's been, exactly. Sorry, Dave, you're right. It, it's been an interesting week. How the show's gone, and. and I don't think the show's going to get cancelled at all. It may just be that for the better things change for the show as in the way it's produced and the support that people get around around it and, and in fame in general you're preparing somebody who's never been in the spotlight to so all of a sudden just being completely gone from like zero to 100 aren't they, straight away and, the, and, and and unfortunately with any reality show a bit like a bit like the podcast what we do Dave you know unless you watch it on catch up you yesterday's news it's not sustainable thing like a TV show like a Coronation Street or you know a movie star who's always in the subconscious.
1: But, but stuff like Big Brother, uh, well, no, it's on not on now, but that's been going for like what twenty years or something. There's mm-hmm. loads of people who just become overnight celebrities but don't have the issues that that love island has i i just think you, you know when i look particularly with the blokes you know how much time and preparation they go they put into going out for an evening i i just think when you've got the sort of person who is that obsessed about how they look it, it's got to um it's got to really cut you when you get out into the wide world and then the media get their claws into you and and maybe say things that aren't as flattering. That must be hard for anyone to take. So I think it's, you know, I remember, do you remember bubble from, do you think he's asked if someone calls him out, maybe he's put a bit of weight on, do you think he gives a shit? No, no, I, I don't think he would. So I think it's a combination of the instant fame and, you know, um, the the type of people look, look chris to go out for a night a night out you know in my heyday probably a uh, bit of bit of links africa <laughs> yeah. call me air if you're lucky <laughs> and then and you're off so you know these guys they've got the face masks on and everything i think it's just it is a combination of those two things unfortunately and, and I, you're right i hope it's recognizing that 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 they do get the support that they need
0: I think you've hit on a very good point. Obviously, we're not trying to be too serious, but you know this and I know this, Dave. Looking at with the guys, the one thing I worry about with the guys is they're in a show. And I'm not saying it's not the same for the girls. I'm flipping it on the head at all. But the slightly difference is the only person out of all the boys who doesn't look like he takes any extra supplements is Luke M. Everyone else, maybe a couple of maybe Luke T and that, but all the big guys in that, Dave, they ain't got that naturally, and that's the problem. When you when you have got that afterwards, after the show, you've got to sustain it, and you might do it for it. And that you say exactly what you just said about putting weight on and stuff. It fucks with your head, Dave. doesn't it. Someone comments, I oh, put weight on. Even in a personal one-on-one, you're like, "Oh my god, right? Fuck it, let's go. Let's get off the biscuits. Let's. I need to do an extra five minutes in the, on the treadmill." When you're in the paper, and someone's like, "Oh, look at them. They've let them go," and and I hate what they did with Sean. It was horrible. That you know, calling Sean out about the, about her looks and that. You Don't need any of that shit. And it wasn't the papers. It was fucking trolls online. But that's. Mm. I think you're right. I think that. Being slightly subtle, being a bit too serious for our last episode, that is a problem that they have to somehow manage, and hopefully they do down the line. So, so we'll see. Anyway, I'm sorry to go a bit serious there. Yeah, it and I the think, point.
1: I think you know this whole be kind movement. I hope that doesn't just fizzle out after a week or something. You know, I I think because forget Love Island. You know, they they. <laughs> we we go on twitter a lot don't we with our various yeah. shows and that but it is a it, or it can be a pretty toxic place um you know so i and i worry about my kids a little bit that you know we never had to deal with this when we were kids you know and you're completely well, most people are pretty insecure anyway aren't they yeah you know when you're at a young age and and then you go into this toxic place where people are throwing around all this venom I, I just hope this this be kind thing has a bit of momentum and and uh does force a little bit of change for the better
0: you say that and i agree i totally agree and i worry about it you know for my family my daughter and everything but Cavaline flack obviously passed away sadly and the be kind movement coming it was great t-shirts everything what do you think happened then dave they trolled a boyfriend and am blaming him, and it's like you people don't understand what this is about. It's about keep your, you know, keep your opinions to yourself. We don't know the facts. You start trolling someone else, you could have had someone there. So, so you're right. They, you, everyone's going supporting Caroline Flat, which is quite rightly should be. But then the boyfriend gets a lot of abuse. but well, we don't know what's happened. So it's. I,
1: th- I think it's uh, um, th- there's got to be an education part to this as well, isn't there? Yeah, yeah. Because
0: that,
1: that, people maybe even don't realise the irony of what they're doing because yeah. they, they went after him, you know, blaming her for her death and everything. And, and, you know, <laughs> I was going to say verbally abusing, textually abusing, whatever. Yeah. And and it's like, hang about you. You're probably saying, Oh, don't read the newspapers and that. And, but what you're doing is worse. So I, I think there is an education piece. We never actually meant to get serious on this show, but, um, yeah, I, th- I think given everything that's happened, uh yeah, it's yeah. just how we feel, feeling it? No, exactly. We, we never script anything
0: in this damn thing. So <laughs> yeah, we've gone. <laughs> it's just the way it's gone today. <laughs> yeah, sorry, guys. Um, But no, I think it's just something we we needed to say. I think, David. And also, I want to just thank every single person that has t- uh, tweeted us, retweeted, emailed, voicemailed. Honestly, we've had so much response this series. It's been phenomenal, is it, Dave? We've just gone. We've gone to a different level with that and I love the interactions we get off people and please continue to do it and let's hope we do catch the official Love Island podcast at some point I love the fact we get emails through saying used to not affiliated so you just say it how it is I'm not saying we always get it right but whatever we say it's heart on a sleeve stuff isn't it Dave we're completely honest or how we think you know and I might swear a bit more than you Dave because that's just the way I am unfortunately but I think it just makes for a great show and and I love doing it and I love the fact that people love listening to me and you we're just two mates having a chat over a tv show that I fucking love and you fucking hate Dave and that's the main problem
1: I I don't know. I think we flip-flopped. That's how we started, wasn't it? You know, yeah. it was uh, it, it was an interesting social experiment. But after about three or four episodes, that was it. I was all in. I downloaded the app. I was on after, <laughs> well, not on <laughs> after sun. watching After Sun, the unseen bits, everything. I couldn't get enough of it. I have to say, I, how do you think this season rates compared to like the last season? I think you... just looking at the UK, sorry.
0: Yeah, sorry. Yeah, I think. The last season, though, petered off, Dave. It petered off a bit earlier than this one. It petered off with about two weeks to go, to be honest. I know Greg came in and, and basically stole the victory at the end because of what had happened with Mike and Amber and stuff. I think this series has been about a six out of ten. At one point, it was an eight out of ten. And we had that drama around about the middle to the fifth week. Obviously, it's run for like eight weeks. I thought, oh, fucking great. Here we go. It's going to kick off now. And it's just... It, it. It's been bitching and stuff, which is always nice to see. But it's not been peak love island the peak love island for me is probably season three two and three and the first series of that australian one was fucking dynamite that's probably my favorite series actually the first season of the Aussie one it was fucking horrendous for kicking off honestly
1: (laughs) well maybe i'm five percent interested in that retrospective idea i I think at the start (laughs) of the call i was zero percent so (laughs) <laughs> yeah <laughs> let's see where that goes
0: no exactly exactly no thank you Dave as well for putting up with this for eight weeks it's been a great thing both of us chatting and just talking about Love Island and watching it and that so I really appreciate that and again as we always say guys if you've got anything to say about the last show or the series in general and if you are listening to this months down the line because we always get emails from people retrospectively who are listening to it on their on demand and they're after a podcast then please contact us at Love Island cast on Twitter or email in the love island cast at com, and if you do get a chance please please drop us a review on your podcast uh, app and it just helps us grow and gets us out there to more people
1: so dave you know chris i i actually i didn't notice and i think we've got an email actually so uh, um that we need to read out which i'll do in a second uh, i think it's only apple podcasts where you can do a review you know yeah and, i think you're right yeah, we get the the statistics from all the different podcast catchers and whatever, Stitcher, uh, Anchor, Podbean, all of those kind of things. But I think to actually put a rating on there, I think it's only Apple Podcasts. So, yeah, obviously, if you're listening uh, <laughs> through something else, you can't do that. But uh, if you see someone else using Apple Podcasts, just wait till they nip to the toilet somewhere, subscribe to us, <laughs> write a quick review. We're, we're not proud.
0: <laughs> we are Dave.
1: <laughs> uh, you might be. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of which, Chris, uh, I'm saying about that. I, I was looking at Love Island news just now, and it says you, you can already apply for next season. So, um, you if you're what, out Dave, there, you fancy it?
0: Yeah, yeah, get in it. And and also, Dave, if they're looking after you know a forty-something, well, a lot of graying, you know, middle-aged man. <laughs> You may not be in the best shape I used to be, but I'm making a comeback this year. I'm happy to to get back uh, lifting them heavy weights, Dave, and get in there. Obviously, there's a small matter of being married for twenty odd years, Dave. But you know, if you want to win fifty grand, you know, no, anyway, let's not talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I could go in. Yeah, you um, could. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, of course they've never let me in. I'd, I'd have to pound the weights for another six months at least. I think.
0: Um, <laughs> That's in that, Dave? And love all it. It. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't they do a middle-aged Love Island? You know, you've got like people who are divorced and people, you know, they're single or whatever. And, and you get in there, you've got like, you know, we'll have a couple of them who will be fucking ripped up to fuck well, and they're saying the vitamins or taking the vitamins and saying the prayers, as one of my heroes used to say, Hulk Colgan. And and you. you You'll get them, but then you'll get the normal bloke who likes to go and have 10 bites on a fucking Friday with his bagel and stuff. Since <laughs> just been normal people in there, that would be great TV. And as they're older, they just simply won't give a fuck about offending people, will they? I can't imagine, I can't imagine Dave from fucking Essex or something being asked about fucking offending somebody or, or dressing up in a fucking tuxedo at the end of the series, Dave. He'll have his fucking flip-flops on and a pair of Bermudas you know
1: again just getting ready for a night out i, I mentioned that that whole the, the amount of time the blokes put into it but can you imagine just getting in some big knuckle dragging builder or something <laughs> <laughs> just there, splashes a bit of brute on right, I'm up. i'm off yeah. <laughs> look be the lady tonight here we go <laughs>
0: Look out, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> Saying that, I'm a bit like that. Sam will spend two, three hours getting ready, and she'll go at like quarter to seven. We're going in ten minutes, all right? I'm straight up. Five minutes later, teeth done. Uh, deodorant aftershave. I'm done, Dave. See ya. Do, obviously, <laughs> got to do the old air, Got to get the quiz sorted. Well, I'm out then by seven. Easy. <laughs> yeah but uh, we still wouldn't get in. So thank you, Dave, for a fantastic series. Thank everyone again. Honestly, we both really appreciate it. And I think looking at it at the moment, the next series is the US one, which starts May the 21st. I have the date in my head. And I think the last series of the US one ran for a month exactly four weeks I've got a feeling this is going to run for five to six weeks and then when that finishes the UK one will start in July Dave so you better clear your diary my friend and I can't fucking wait so I'll uh... (laughs) now the the other thing I think Raven T
1: posted Temptation Island season three starts around June
0: oh yes (laughs) Dave, you better get watching that, my friend. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's like fucking
0: sabbatical from work. <laughs> it's all good fun, Dave, all good fun. So, no, we'll see everybody, and we'll see you all next time. Bye now.